To become more aware of anything is to become more mindful, whether this is awareness of surroundings, of others, or of oneself. This mental state can help you be more present, more in tuned, more creative, and more receptive. With this podcast, I hope to help you fine tune your awareness, help you find positivity in your struggles, and give power to your mindfulness. This is Mindful Guidance. Hello everyone, and welcome to Mindful Guidance. My name is Michelle, and I'm so grateful for those who are listening today. Today I want to talk about fine lines. No, not fine lines and wrinkles, but fine lines in life, personality, and behavior. This really leans into the topic of the duality in life and the duality of us as humans in general. We all have a light and dark to us, a positive and negative, two sides of a coin in a way. And the difference between this light and dark is a fine line. I see every one of us as shapeshifters, some of us more than others. And I can play devil's advocate often as I can understand when people are coming from dark places or when they seem upside down. I also can see when lines are being crossed and when someone is teetering on the fine line of the two sides of themselves. I'm going to list a few of the fine lines so you can understand what I'm talking about. There is a fine line between accountability and control, confidence and arrogance, empowerment and ego, women empowerment and cattiness, choosing what you want and knowing what you want for yourself, and selfishness, being seen and validated versus being thirsty for views, and also raising awareness versus rising greed. It is interesting because I had each of these things as notes in my phone separately, and I ended up piecing them together as one topic when I was talking to a friend the other day. I had this kind of light bulb moment. (laughs) I went through my notes and put all these together. I guess I've been noticing a pattern over the last six months without realizing it. I've been witnessing people act certain ways, and I started realizing this very fine line, and it got me really intrigued. Not to mention, I have been doing a lot of human design chart readings lately, so it's only natural for me to start seeing this light and dark pattern in people. I mean, I've always seen it, it's just now it is much more clear and it makes a lot more sense to me. Something I have often said throughout my life is that there is a fine line between confidence and arrogance, and usually that line is a couple shots of whiskey, or the way the person was raised. (laughs) I am all for a confident man, but arrogance is a major turnoff. So what's the difference? How can you know when your confidence has turned to arrogance or when your empowerment has turned to unhealthy ego? From what I have noticed, most of the time you don't. It will usually take someone else to point it out to you. I had a friend a few years ago that was really focused on working on himself, his health, his mental health, and his lifestyle. It was great to see him doing the work reading self-help books, talking to a therapist, eating well, working out. But suddenly I was realizing there was a line that had been crossed. I noticed he went from doing the self-work to becoming very self-absorbed. It was getting hard to have a conversation with him without the whole conversation being all about him and his self-help journey and all of his personal problems. It was great that he had a healthy routine, but when that routine had to waver in the slightest, he would become very annoyed or agitated because it wasn't to his liking or on his time. It was getting less fun to be around him because he was becoming so self-absorbed and it felt weird. 
And to tell someone that working on themselves is causing them to be too into themselves when they're in this place can be kind of tricky. It definitely was when I told my friend, of course, I want people to be healthy and do whatever work they need to do to better themselves and get to a much healthy and balanced place. I coach people in this manner. But when I can't have a conversation with a friend without the conversation constantly turning to talk about them in an icky, self-absorbed way, it starts to become over the top and it can be hard to want to have a conversation with them. I had to come to terms with this friend that our friendship was becoming one-sided and I just knew that these are how the conversations were going to go for a while until he finally sees the self-absorption in himself. This is actually a fine line that happens often these days. There are a lot of people on self-help, self-love, and self-discovery journeys, which is great. I've been on one myself. But you really have to be careful when you are diving into self-help so that you don't let it consume you to the point where you become too self-absorbed. When it's all about doing you and you have no time for anyone else, when you start finding yourself calling people and wanting to see people just so you can talk about you and what you're doing, and you rarely ever ask or call to check up on them and legitimately want to hear about what's going on in their life, you may be letting self-absorption creep in. It's amazing to share the progress you have made in your life, and you should, but you have to find balance between working on yourself and still being interested, available, and present for others in your life. This goes for confidence and arrogance too. Being confident is welcomed. It is important for how we show up for ourselves and for others. Being around a confident person feels empowering, at least for me, and it is a positive energy that can be felt. But arrogance feels different. It sounds different and looks different. But people can easily mistake one for the other because of the fine line between the two. Confidence says I'm here, I'm sure of myself and what I bring to the table. It never says I'm better than you, just that it is aware of itself and is accepting of itself. Arrogance feels judgmental, And even if it doesn't say I'm better than you, it implies it. It has insecurity behind it. It looks down on you, talks over you, and thinks being condescending is acceptable when it's not. Arrogance thinks it shows up as confidence, but they are different. Two sides of the same coin. So why do people think arrogance is confidence? The key factor here is that it all comes down to perception and where each person is coming from. The arrogant person can think that they are coming off as confident, which is something they feel is a good trait to have. They probably were taught to be confident in themselves, but never really learned what being confident truly entails when it comes to self-esteem. The way they perceive confident people is going to depend on how they truly feel about themselves and the way they show their confidence. The truth is, we all have confidence and arrogance within us. We simply put it out into the world based on how we see ourselves at the time. If we are in a light and self-loving place, confidence comes naturally. If we are in an insecure or defensive place, arrogance will show up when we are trying to be confident. This brings me to empowerment and unhealthy ego. If you're listening to this, you probably felt something run through your body here. There is so much of this energy in the world right now, from politics to influencers, corporate businesses to spiritual circles and most definitely social media. Feeling empowerment or feeling empowered is an amazing feeling and this has been a great wave to ride as so many people are really stepping into their light and shining for others. 
I am all for people using their voice and gaining strength where they felt weak. Watching people rise up, turn themselves around, and become empowered in who they are is a wonderful feeling for me. But there is that fine line, and we have seen it crossed many times. This can happen to anyone at any time. And the interesting thing about it is they will let you know when it happens, whether they know it or not. (laughs) That is the way the unhealthy ego works. It wants to be known. It wants to be fed. And one of the things it loves to snack on is empowerment. Having a healthy ego is important. A healthy ego knows who it is and its place in the world, the room, the environment that it's in. It is aware of itself and understands boundaries, how to create them and how to not cross them. When you truly gain empowerment in yourself, the part that can be overlooked or never taught is how to feel empowered without overstepping boundaries and without accidentally feeding this unhealthy ego. The thing with crossing this fine line is that it usually comes from a place of good intentions and can be gradual so it's not seen right away. But then all of a sudden, it's there. (laughs) All of a sudden, this empowerment feels like someone won't get off their soapbox box or is bombarding you with information that you've said you're not interested in or worse tries to convince you to be more like them again this line is thin there is a difference between someone wanting to help you feel more empowered in yourself or help you get into better health or financial order than someone who has become really selfish or manipulating and is trying to have you do things to benefit them these people can become demanding overbearing or jealous and competitive Suddenly, their empowerment feels aggressive and not as light as it began. You can see or feel the light and dark here now, right? Light and empowering on one side, egotistical and overbearing on the other. Two sides of the same coin. You may have noticed that I separated women empowerment, and it is because it is, a sep- it is separate these days. Again, I am all for seeing women be empowered and step into their light and rise above all the repression that us as women have most definitely endured As a woman, I am 100% here for this. But something I have noticed lately is the fine line that swips women from empowerment to cattiness. It usually comes from competition or jealousy and feeling like they have to save face because they have this new form of empowerment. There seems to be two things happening simultaneously right now, and I see a lot of it on social media. There are two groups of women in the women empowerment groups. And it's the woman who the women who say you can sit with us and the ones who say you can't, using the Mean Girls reference. Believe it or not, there are still women who are super catty online and even in person, putting others down, talking themselves up, and using female empowerment as this cushion. Ones that all of a sudden feel like they have a voice or a boost of empowerment, so they troll others, put others down, and leave others behind that they don't feel live up to their demands. But there is a difference between being a strong and empowered woman and a mean one. And I think some women blur this line either with confusion or judgment. It's the same to me as the confidence arrogance thing. Maybe it's intentional to use the excuse to be mean and take out anger or jealousy. Or maybe it just comes from misjudgment of what empowerment is supposed to actually look like. I personally feel like empowerment feeds that unhealthy ego and it can feel a bit exhilarating to have this quote unquote power and sometimes it can be used in the wrong way even if the person isn't realizing it. That is the thing about energy coming through unconsciously. When it is happening a lot of the time you don't see it but other people do. This is especially prevalent with 
the people wanting to be seen and with raising awareness. What do I mean by these things? Well, most of this comes from the online world. Wanting to be seen is a very important drive to a lot of people in this world. People want to be accepted for who they are and validated for their opinions and ideas. This is natural. But with the rise of social media, it has become an addiction to getting viewed and not truly validated. I succumbed to this for quite a while myself. I can look back at a lot of my posts from a few years back, and I remember that feeling of just wanting to be seen by certain people, and I was counting all the likes on my posts. It was heavy for me. I had to take a break from social media for a few months to reassess my mindset. It took some work to get to a place of feeling validated within myself and not look for it online or from certain people in my life. So I understand the mindset and where it all comes from. And I also see it now with online behavior. This is a fine line because the online market is all about who you are seen by, but you have to be really careful that you don't start slipping and letting it define and control you and your emotions tap and your emotions getting attached to it. And you have to be open to listening to constructive criticism if someone tells you that you seem a little desperate online, as it is one of those things that you may not see yourself doing, but others do. The online world isn't going anywhere, and using it in a healthy way can be highly productive and lucrative. But we should be careful if we start seeing ourselves posting for the wrong reasons. And usually that reason is getting the attention of others in an unhealthy way. This brings me to raising awareness versus rising greed. This one is incredibly interesting to watch for me as I am seeing more and more people tipping this scale. Raising awareness for things is very important and social media is a great tool for this. We have been able to shine light on so many things that have been in the dark for a very long time due to social media. And this is a good thing. Times are changing very quickly and a lot of it is for the better. But there is that fine line where people start to gain traction with their platform on raising awareness, which, like I said before, usually starts from good intentions. But they get a little taste of fame, money, or simply a boost in followers, and suddenly their platform tips from raising awareness for something important to them being greedy about money and airtime. You see this a lot with political people, religious and spiritual people, people in MLMs, and oddly enough, I see it with health and wellness people a lot as well. I'm in the health and wellness industry and will be completely honest with you, I'm really conscious about this as I don't want to tip that scale. Reminding myself that I'm here for helping people with their health and mindset first and allowing the money to flow as it will instead of trying to force my beliefs and my products down people's throats. I feel a lot of people can be very overbearing lately due to this rise in greed and gaining larger online fame. The odd one that I'm also seeing lately is the rise in psychedelic use and the way people are abusing this power as facilitators and tapping into a vulnerable market in order to make money. Again, this starts from good intentions. I have done quite a few safe plant medicine ceremonies myself and I can definitely see the draw of wanting to open others up to that world in order to aid in deep healing. And when it's done correctly, it is a beautiful experience that can definitely be life-changing. But holding circles without the proper calling and extensive training can be very scary and highly unethical. Not to mention greedy. It is not cheap to go to these ceremonies. 
And I'm starting to see people facilitating without the proper direction and integration for their clients and are really just holding circles to take people's money. There are also shaman trainings now that are highly expensive, again, capitalizing on something that shouldn't be done in the way they are doing them. The ironic thing about this is that you, if you've ever done ethical and correctly guided plant medicine ceremonies, the last thing you connect to is a monetary energy. Quite the opposite, actually. It's such a strange line to bend to me. Again, this podcast is about the fine lines of the world and how easy it is to cross from something coming from good and loving intentions into something that feeds greed and an unhealthy ego. The reason it can be so easy is that we all have a light and dark to us. Even the most moral and ethical people have the potential of feeding greed for the right price, especially if it is sold to them in a way that makes them feel like they are doing good or doing good for, like for themselves or someone else. One of the best things you can do for yourself to keep yourself on the light side of this energy is to take good care of yourself. Health in the body can help with mental health and energy balance. When we are unhealthy, we can lean into the darker side of us for many reasons. Another thing that can really help is practicing mindfulness. Being aware of when we may be walking a fine line between these things can help us not cross too far to the side that may be damaging to us. Listening to others helps as well. Being open to constructive criticism is imperative to growth and keeping ourselves honest. Also, remembering that all of this is part of being human. We are not going to be on the light side of ourselves all of the time. Playing with different parts of us reminds us that we are extremely nuanced creatures and we can't and shouldn't be one thing all the time. The key is learning to balance all that we are and recognizing when we are out of balance so that we can self-correct. Most of the time, when we slip into arrogance, cattiness, selfishness, and greed, among many other things, it is usually coming from a place of being out of balance somewhere. Maybe we are feeling insecure or confused, jealous, hurt, or a little bit lost. So we overcompensate to try not to show that pain or confusion. Maybe we have gotten a taste of something that we have never had before that feels pretty good to us. Something like power, money, or even a viral video giving us a little fame and we just want to keep that feeling going. These things are normal and okay if they're caught in time and addressed with awareness and the proper love and care that it may need. This is learning how to truly understand what it is to be human, to recognize that there is no way we could ever be perfect, not with the ego battle we are always fighting. When we recognize that, we can simply live and be who we truly are. We can take in the good and the bad of us, the light and the dark. We can start to see and feel when lines are being crossed or bent, either by people we know or by ourselves. Thank you for choosing the Mindful Guidance Podcast. I hope this episode got you thinking about how interesting we are as humans and how we all have these sides of us that we can lean to at any given time in our lives. Depending on where we are coming from and where we currently are in our lives, we can have these light and dark swings. Understanding that we are all capable of good and bad, and we all carry the potential to fall into places that we don't consciously realize we are in, 
can help us to become more aware of ourselves and work on ourselves when we could be in an unhealthy place and feeding an unhealthy ego. Finding balance within ourselves is crucial as too much of anything can be potentially harmful, even if it starts out as something good for us. Working toward living an authentic life can actually lead us to manufactured authenticity as we can get sucked into areas that are led by a facade but aren't truly meant for us. These things are usually driven by greed and unhealthy ego. Remember to ground yourself regularly and surround yourself with people that you trust, respect, and that will keep you honest and grounded is highly important. Work on yourself, but not to the extreme that you don't have room for others. Feel empowered, but not for the sake of judgment or to look down on others, and definitely don't use it as an excuse to be mean or troll people that are not aligned with you anymore. Be honest about the insecurities that you are feeling without the need to mask them as arrogance or rudeness. This is always clear and unnecessarily harmful. Staying physically and mentally healthy is the best way to stay positive, mindful, and clear about your intentions and can help you see if you are crossing any fine lines and if others may be crossing them as well. Choosing to work on mindfulness in everyday life is a big step to a more positive mindset, to relieving unnecessary stress, and to living a more balanced life. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow and rate the show. There are also links in the description to check out my website where you can learn more about me as a coach and sign up for my courses, workout and habit changing programs, and book a coaching session. You can also check out and follow my personal training and mindset coaching Instagram for daily inspiration and to see what else I have to offer. Social media is a great place to connect and I do love connecting to those that reach out for guidance. If you want to chat more about this topic, please feel free to reach out on any of my platforms. I would love to have an open discussion about how this resonates with you. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful, mindful day. Until next time.